listening to Book Notes. Hello and welcome to episode number 30 of the Book Nuts Podcast. This is your book where we talk about dogs, cats, and any other household am- Nah, I'm just kidding there. This is your podcast where we talk about books, uh, preferably audiobooks, but or podcasts or old-time radio. Um, if you want, you can read the regular book. If you want to know why, go back to episode one. You'll find out why. But we are trying to get people different ways, what books, good, bad, reviews, everything like that. When I talk about we, I am talking about my partner in crime uh not necessarily partner in like friendship or anything like that we just go do illegal acts every now and then for the fun of it <laughs> you know but uh, no, i'm just kidding there but it is you heard him laugh there mr jonathan i can see better than most people in the world they do nice hey tracy how you doing uh thanks for having me on my friend oh yeah and people wonder why why do you say that jonathan is blind uh, not blind to my charm, but ooh, no, I'm just kidding. Zing! But, yeah, <laughs> no, he is. He is 100% blind. But if you ever spent time with Jonathan, you'll know what I meant. Or he'll. We one day there was about seven of us coming out of a hotel room. Uh, I think it was OLF or Northeast Lens Fixed or whatever. We all started walking to the right, and Jonathan's walking to the left. And we're like, uh, Jonathan, he's like, guys, this is the exit. And we looked up, yeah, <laughs> there's the exit. So from then on, I just follow Jonathan when we go places. Things seem to go a little smoother. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I pay attention in, in a different way when we're going places. So, Yeah, sometimes my eyes, uh, you know, who needs them? Obviously, Jonathan doesn't. So, uh, yeah. I get by. <laughs> you get by very well, my friend. Very, very well. And there's one good thing about being blind. You don't have to look at my ugly mug. Oh, but I, I have a fantastic image of yours, though. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, this episode is going to be a little different. Uh, we are not exactly uh, going to review a book, but what we're going to do is we're going to give you each of our top five list of stuff you should listen to. Now, part of this list just is the book. Part of this is how it was read, uh, everything like that. So, And I kind of went down more the book line. Uh, If I would start to get into audio dramas, uh, it would be a totally different list for me. Like one of the top audio dramas for me would probably be the Leviathan Chronicles. Mm. Super great book. Uh, But that's more of... uh, like an old-time radio show or an audio drama. When I mean audio drama, I mean each character has a different voice, and they have different actors coming in. So yeah, they could be like they could be like sound effects and stuff like that too. Exactly. This is more just the author reading it. Now, a lot of the authors we do have different inflection tone for different characters, so you can kind of see what's going on, which is fine. But it's still one person reading it through the whole thing. So, but before we get into that, I want to say do not forget to if you're going to get anything on Amazon, go to podnuts.com/amazon, take you right to Amazon, get whatever you want, little percentage goes to the door, it doesn't cost anything more, and it uh, helps door out produce these shows and it helps them get to the conferences and everything like that. So, uh, if you don't want to, you can also go uh, to podnuts.com and there's a patronage page on the first page there. You can do that too. If you want to 
for like a one-time or recurring donation, something like go to the homepage and you'll see that there. But if not, if you get some on Amazon, that will help out also. So how are you doing today, Jonathan? Awesome. Everything's going well. Kids are doing well. Uh, getting into cre- Halloween's creeping up. And so, you know, kids are f- figuring out what they want to do for Halloween. My oldest son is turning 14 this Sunday coming up. So it's uh, time's flying by. So any cool costumes this year? Or is it going to be the standard, standard kind of kid stuff? I know my um, middle son, he wants to be a robot. Um, my oldest son's like, I'm done. I'm not trick-or-treating. It's stupid and lame. So he doesn't want to do it. Um, my uh, youngest son, we're thinking of, we have the shark costume that uh, our middle son wore the other year. We're going to put him in that. We're going to call him Sharknado. And uh, <laughs> so he'll, he'll be a shark. And we're not sure what the girls are doing yet. Oh, oh, my daughter is dressing up like Punky Brewster. She's, oh. been, she's been watching the Punky Brewster shows for like the past few months. So she wants to dress up like her. That's cool. You know, something else you could do with the shark. Get a little recording, you know, and like Candy like Graham. No, just like Candy Graham. <laughs> well, you remember Landshark from Saturday yeah, Night Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something else. Just put a little recorder in there, go to YouTube, get the clips there, you know? That might be something kind of funny to do there. So <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> to be honest about Sharknado, about a year ago, somebody said, like, Sharknado 32 was coming out. And I'm like, what? That's an actual series? Yeah, I thought it was such a myth because I saw clips here and there of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was so stupid. I was like, no way. No way can that be real (laughs) and they were real movies i was like these are real movies somebody made this you know (laughs) yeah so we we haven't watched any of them yet but i I still i we still want we always make like me and my my oldest son we always make fun of them and we're like we know we haven't seen yet, but we have to watch them just because but i saw the uh the other day when there was a hurricane in florida apparently there were like like legit some sharks ending up like in yards and stuff Due to the flooding, I was like, man, that, that's no good. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know about 20 uh, white sharks going round and round biting people. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little different than that. <laughs> I will give them A for idea, though. That is just genius idea. You know, stupid movie. But no, I'm a fan of the stupid movie, so maybe I would like this. So I might have to check that out. Now, me, I am just going to start raining here. I ran out this morning, and I had to get a... Uh, three foot hole dug put in and a fence post put in so kind of tired right now did oh you so you, did you manly manually dug it you didn't have like a hole digger or whatever no i did it by hand uh i have an auger for the tractor i can use uh but to be honest if it's one or two holes by the time i hook it up drill the holes unhook it and bring it back uh, i pretty much have the holes dug and putting the auger on and off the tractor is pretty labor intensive in itself by myself so it's pretty because it's big and unwieldy and it's the part of it you just have to brute force pick it up yeah you know to hook it up to the back of the three-point hitch so uh if i dig two holes or less i just dig them by hand um gives me a little exercise uh and it's not that bad. Uh, it, it's no with clay soil here. It's just not like digging, digging it. It did take me about 50 minutes to dig that hole because I got it. It's about, oh, 14, 15 inches wide and uh, three foot deep. Man, man, that's a that's a lot of work. That's not it. You just just do it. You know what I mean? I had some uh, music going in the background and the greenhouse music blaring in the greenhouse because it wasn't too far from the greenhouse. So had some music going, had uh, my three dogs there with me running around, chasing around. So. 
they were having fun there too so got it in got the fence in that way now tomorrow if it's not rain supposed to get rain tomorrow but uh if it's not raining i can finish that fence line so it's did did any did any roadrunners run by when you were digging the hole no, Roadrunners are pretty much day animals. They're one of the few you see all through during the day and you don't see much at night. I know they're out a little bit at night, but uh, you see them all the time during the day. Uh, we actually have probably about, I know, six to eight, somewhere on that on our, around our house. <laughs> no kidding. So the, yeah. can, can the dogs catch them or no? Or are they are they fast? Oh, heck no. Yeah, they're too <laughs> fast, huh? Yeah, I used to have a dog. His name was Hopper. And he used to like chasing them, not get close. And they would just tease him too. They would slow down, let him catch up, take off again, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I've, I'm sure there are dogs out there that could catch some. Uh, I have one that's, she, she, right now, she's the fastest. She kind of looks like a greyhound, but it's that Weimer, Reiner, whatever mix. I forgot what somebody's going to say. Yeah, come on. You don't know what it is, but it's kind of like a greyhound. Okay. But, she is fast um and she took off after one one time and no no didn't catch it so i'm sure there is a dog out there that could but almost every one of them now you know they'll usually yeah. do it once they'll do it once or twice and like eh, worth it yeah yeah they'll figure out yeah i'm not gonna bother trying that again <laughs> yeah and the hopper wasn't exactly the brightest dog but uh, he was probably one of the nicest dogs you'll ever meet you know he was the quintessential front porch country dog nice nice so, yeah, so that's what's up. So I'm just trying to rest here and finish my cream of wheat. There's something about chocolate cream of wheat that's just awesome. I wonder if it's the chocolate part. Oh, yeah, that helps out. If you ever notice there's big factions in the world, you got the oatmeal faction, you got the cream of wheat faction, then you got the grits faction. And they tend to like, oh, this and that. Why can't you just eat everything? Just enjoy yeah, ex- it. Exactly. Like just just be happy fat Americans. <laughs> exactly. You know, take your grain, boil it up and eat it. Come on now. Yeah, I uh, for the longest time I wouldn't eat cream wheat and then my wife got me to eat it. Uh, I think it was just something like in my mind like as a kid, like I, you'd see it on the box, I'm like that doesn't look appealing. Like and I just never bothered eating it, but she uh, she got me on cream. I you know I'm the same way. I'll eat oatmeal, cream, wheat. I've only had grits a handful of times because up here in the north, you know, you don't see too much of that. But um, I, I was a fan of it when I had it, so I would eat all three. Yeah, I like real oatmeal, uh, steel cut, preferably. Yeah, yeah, that's what my wife makes. And uh, real cream of wheat, uh, but I can eat the instance if I have to. Now grits, I like real grits, but. I do not like instant grits. And unfortunately, as soon as you get north of the Mason-Dixon line, that's about all you get anywhere is the instant grits. And you can actually taste the texture difference. Mm. What Now, what do you now, what do you put in your grits if you have it? I'm sure you don't eat it plain. Uh, usually, when I have grits, I usually have some like uh, bacon and eggs on my plate. Sometimes oh, yeah. I just break it all up and mix it all together. There you go. Yeah. But if I'm eating it plain, just a little bit of butter. That's a little salt and pepper. Perfect. So, yeah. All right. We are going to get into the list. This is going to work here how it's going to work. We're going to let you know. Now, think. get ready to think, everybody. Just concentrate. Ready? Now. There you go. There were our list. You got it osmosisly. We can end the <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> no. All right. No, but uh, uh, we're going to go through. We're actually going to start at five and work to one on each one of Ooh, these. Ooh, interesting. So we're going to do the old Dave Letterman. 
thing here, you know. Uh, I don't think that's trademarked per se. People did list before starting with 10, but everybody knows what it is, but top five. So, Mr. Jonathan, and me and Jonathan both had a tie for five. Yeah. So, if you're wondering, like, why is there two number five, five, and a six? Hey, it's pretty hard to tell for both of us, so we both said, yeah, we can have a tie. So, Mr. Jonathan, what is your number five? And besides, we made the rules, so we can break them. Exactly. Um, so, so actually, before I get to I get to that really quick, my list, f- funnily or weirdly enough, is really series. Like the, my number one isn't a series, but the other four are going to be like series of books because I just couldn't decide which one I liked, you know, more than the others. But the series overall are awesome. So my tie for number five are the Jack Reacher series and the Going Home series. Now we actually reviewed both of the first books in these series on uh, the Book Nuts uh, podcast here so the first jack reacher series is the killing floor which is just really well written and i just love the way lee child writes it's and 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 i love the jack reacher character he's just kind of like this rogue guy who is 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 just kind of you know going about life and always just runs into these situations and circumstances within these towns that he's traveling to and uh he's he's just like the guy that's like looking out for like the good or like you know to help out like the underdog the person that's being like taken advantage of or whatever so i just love that you know and then there's there's like gray areas with jack reacher like it's like well maybe technically i shouldn't be doing this but you know the 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 underdog uh, needs help so let, let's do it and so that and all the jack reacher I, I can't even think of one book there's like 20 books now and i mean they're all really good i mean maybe some are like you know better than others but they're all worth listening to so that would be one of my fives and the going home is the uh the, the first book is actually called going home i believe and that series is that survivalist kind of series where you know the the author uh, angry american he really uh, makes like being prepared. You like uh, he 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 compares it to like real life when real things are happening, and he uses these real situations to show why being prepared would be important. And I just love the way where he's telling you this like really interesting story, but at the same time, he's giving you like really useful things to consider and think about. So. So again, both of those books, number fives, you have to, and again, in the Going Home series, there's four or five books. All of them are fantastic. None of them are, you know, not good to listen to, and they're all great. So again, Going Home, Jack Reacher, Lee Childs, top number five. Yeah, I can't argue with uh, either one of them. For me, like you're describing about what Jack does, um, for him, definitely, the end justifies the means. Exactly, exactly. All right, yeah. Now, my number five is two books also, like I said. And you could put these, you know, either way. But the first one is Odd Thomas by Dean Koontz. Ooh, that that, that was, uh, you know, kind of out, out in the edges for me, too. But that, that was a close five for me also. Yeah, and like I said before, it's a, it's we reviewed this once. You can go back and listen to it. But for me, when I got done reading it or listening to it, I didn't know if I liked it or not. And then I kept thinking about it for days, the book, and I'm like, it had to have been good. And before I know it, I was already into book number two, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it was good. So it was it was one of those that grabs you but doesn't like have a death grip on you when you're listening to it or reading it, but when you get done, you're like, that was a good book. And most of Dean Kuntz's writing style is like that. So, yeah, Odd Thomas. Uh, and there's more in the book, but for me, 
uh, Odd Thomas, that first book is the best. Uh, the other ones are still very good. Uh, Brother Thomas is pretty darn good too. Yeah, that one is good. Uh, but uh, I think Odd Thomas, especially the ending, uh, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but the ending is really good too. And my other tie for number five is more of a history book. It's The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. It's a history of Nazi Germany by William L. Shire. Uh, now, this is audiobook wise, this is a 24 hour audiobook. And it's one of those like books you get in the store, and it's like five or six inches thick. So it's like a huge, long book. But if you're a history nut and a World War II nut like I am, uh, it, it's especially in war, it really tells about, you know, how could he take over the country? Did he brainwash them? Uh, not necessarily. It, it really goes over all that and how it, Third Reich really fell. And everything so because there's more to it than just getting their butts kicked which they did there's a little more to it than that so really good history book if you start reading that one so that was my tie rise and fall of the third reich by william l shire and odd thomas by dean Koontz. pick your order either one of them yeah so my uh, my number four um i'm hoping maybe we'll, we'll review the first book in this series because again this whole series is great game of thrones now I have not watched the series, nor do I want to, because I'm sure it does not compare to these books at all. I've seen some people that have read the books are just like, they're, they're nothing like the book. So, but the Game of Thrones, the, I mean, the first book, I believe, is like the audio version is like 35 hours or something like that. These books are, I mean, it's, they're so insanely detailed but not to the point where just like all right enough already just keep moving come on like there's so much going on and he doesn't leave a stone unturned with like what's going on between you know the four or five sort of kingdoms within you know the game of throne realm and it's it's a really well done written book and i'm a huge fan of the game of Thrones series so uh, if you haven't read the books and you've watched the shows just turn off hbo and get the books, read them, listen to them, get them on Kindle, do whatever it is you have to do because the books are amazing. Yeah, that's that's on my list to read too. So, yeah, that's probably everybody going to be a definite down the line reviewing that one for us. So, yeah, and that was uh, the book was written by George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yep. All right. My number four is Ready Player One by Ernst Klein. Now, Loved the story, loved everything, but the reader really helped out with this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Will Wheaton, uh, all uh, Next Generation Star Trek fame. Uh, so uh, he was really good as a reader. Um, for me, uh, he is an okay audiobook reader. Some people love him. I think he's okay. But for some reason, this book, he just hit it out of the park. It was really good so that was part of it but good story being a product of the 80s didn't help it didn't hurt you know with that being ready player one so again we reviewed this one too but number four again is ready player one by ernst klein read by mr will wheaton 
my number three is a book we recently sort of uh, reviewed, like within four or five episodes, I think. Um, Tracy turned me on to these books, the Dresden Files series. We did the book uh, Stormfront. Now, again, what I what I like about uh, uh, Harry Dresden, he's sort of like a Jack Reacher, where he's this like wizard, and he's always just trying to help out like the underdog, and he's trying to 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 do what's right, and to and and there's again there's kind of like gray areas with Harry, and like like Tracy. Was thing about Jack Reacher, you know, the, the ends justifies the means. And so Harry's always looking out for the underdogs and fighting, you know, fighting the good fight. And it's just, again, really well-written books. There's like 15 books in the series. All of them really go together very well. And like, he, the, the way the author just keeps you sucked into the series, he'll, he'll introduce kind of new characters a few books in, and then a few books in further, you kind of see new characters, you see these relationships building you wouldn't have seen coming. It's, it's just done really really well so again if you if you like reading series of books this is a must read the dresden file series yeah my number three and we did not go over this is stormfront by jim butcher dresden files that's book number one stormfront uh but it is again the whole series and if you watch the tv show dresden files forget it that is so butchered compared to the story uh do you remember that uh, Red Council witch that tries to kill him constantly. Yeah, yep. Uh, in the TV show, she actually saved him from his teacher who was trying to kill him. Oh, that's messed up. And they were like friends. So, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It was, yeah, it, nothing to do with... And each book was an episode, so it was so condensed. It was just like, well, that was kind of quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I would have saw that just that first part right there, I'd be like, I'm done. Because <laughs> that just wrecks the entire story. Yeah, so if you saw the TV show, forget about it. Go read the books. Uh, it, it is good. And I think the, this one is hard for me to pick a favorite. Uh, I try to pick a favorite. I threw Stormfront out since the first one. But this one, it is really, really hard to pick a favorite. Uh, so I threw the first one out. But the other series I'm doing, I am picking one. So you know, you know what it is, which one actual book, but this one is probably the hardest to pick uh, what it is, but really good book and good series. Yeah, and if you read Stormfront, it's a really good book that doesn't leave, you know, and there's, not, it, there's nothing to be desired after it, like it, it finishes well, but... It, it it honestly just gives you a little taste of like who Harry Dresden is and kind of like what his world is like in Chicago. So you really, if you if you if you read the first book and you kind of like, yeah, that was good, or you know, you're like, you know, I can't really say anything bad about it. You have to read the next few books and, and you'll get you'll get sucked in. Yeah, the Jack Reacher series uh, and the Dresden Files series, both each book you could probably read one off. Yeah, uh, pick and choose if you really wanted to. Because there's nothing hanging between each book, but it will be so much better if you start from the beginning. Because there's yeah. little things you'll pick up along the way, uh, but you do not really have to. But I do suggest starting from the beginning. Yeah, no, absolutely. And my number two, we're at two now, I believe. My number two is Scott Sigler's GFL series now. We uh, we reviewed the first book, uh, the Rookie, on uh, probably one of the first few episodes, first five episodes, probably. Um, this series, if, if I were to pick one book out of this series, 
Ooh, it's tough. I would have to say it's either the latest one that just came out, which was like a year ago called The Champion, or the one before that, which I believe was All Pro. Um, I think it was All Pro. Um, but th this series is awesome. If you're even if you're not a fan of football, what I love that Scott Sigler did is he he brought the, the world of football into sort of um you know in, into a, a galaxy and there's all these different beings and creatures and and he worked it into where like these beings and creatures are sort of like racist against each other and they're they're really all at war against each other in these galaxies but the game of football brings them all together and so these certain creatures and 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 beings because of the way that their body shape is, they're they're good for certain positions on football. So they all have to get along and play on this football team and get along and win. And it's just so interesting to see like the dynamics of people and how like oh we you know us people hate these people because they eat this or they look like this or you know even they even kind of like bring religion into it. It's just if you don't like football, I don't want to say it has nothing to do with it. Football has a little bit of a is a, a small percentage of it and when he does write about like he'll write about the games and like and then this person did this and this person ran here and like you feel like you're in the game so like if you love football and uh, you'll really love this series and if you don't like football you're still gonna love the series because there's a lot going on other than just football so the gfl series by scott sigler and i i love that you can get all of these books for free if you if you search his website you can download a lot of them for free uh or you could buy them on audible amazon get the ebooks or whatever but uh i'm just a huge fan of the way he writes i i've literally read like everything he's ever written and i i've yet to really read anything i was just like wow that wasn't good yeah, and uh, although the GFL series isn't on my list, my favorite one in that series is actually probably Title Fight. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was it's kind of like a one-off of the GFL series, but and we reviewed that one too, so you guys yep. go listen to that one too. So, but my number two is by Mister Kevin Hearn, is the author. Oh the yeah, I Iron Druid Chronicles, Hounded. Now. Part of this, too, is it gets such a higher score than the other ones. It still would have made my top five, but it gets a little higher. Luke Daniels, who reads this, does an unbelievable job, uh, what he does, how he can change his inflection in his voice. Like, as soon as Oberon talks, you know it's <laughs> yeah, Oberon. Yeah. He doesn't have to say, Oberon said, you know it's Oberon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, really good. The whole series, and this is one, if I had to pick one, it's probably the first one, Hounded. Uh, but they're all very good. Um, yeah, they are. It, it's just a really good series. Uh, the Iron Druid Chronicles by Luke Daniels. We reviewed that one too. So go back and I highly recommend this book too uh, series. And if if you read a couple of them, I went back to listen to book number one again, and I missed a lot because I yeah. just didn't. I didn't understand it. I, I really didn't understand what was going on when it first started. So it, it's kind of that, like, when I listened to The Hobbit, uh, I got about two hours in, and I was like, whoa. So I started over, and I actually started writing down the characters' names and who they kind of were, and keeping it as a cheat sheet when I uh, listened to it. So and that really helped out, because... Uh, 
these characters come and go and you're trying to like, huh? And he just understands it better. So that's something you can do too. Just carry a little cheat sheet. If you got a really in-depth story, I think game of Thrones would be another one that might be useful. Yeah, totally. Uh, something like that. So that is just a bit of advice. Even if you're reading the book, keep the cheat sheet in there and just throw it in the front cover, something like that. But my number two was hounded by Kevin Hearn of the iron druid chronicles. Yeah. What I love about those, it's, it's very, um, very comedic there's a lot of like comedy kind of going on in in the book like just like the the uh um Oh man, his name's blanking on me. The main guy, um, O'Sullivan. How, that's not Sheehan. Like he, he's got a really like funny sense of humor, and him and O'Brien will like just say stuff that's hilarious back and forth to each other. But what's funny is within all of that, he's actually writing about these real sort of like you know Norse you know, and Greek, you know, gods and goddesses that, you know, people like worship or whatever. And so it's like, he's like using real uh, stuff within kind of like the comedy of the story, which, which is really interesting the way he does it. Yeah. People don't know what it is, is all the gods are basically real, but the more people that still believe in them and worship them, the more powerful the God is. So, uh, you know, 2000 years ago, Jesus wouldn't have been that powerful, but Thor would have been more now it's flipped where a lot of the norse ones aren't that powerful and in the whole through the whole book you know so really no one picks on jesus at all yeah yeah so that's kind of how it it works out uh uh for his books which is a kind of a unique aspect i like that so yep that was my number two and again, and another funny thing too about Sheehan is he's also sort of a Jack Reacher, Harry Dresden, where he's he's trying to fight for like the underdogs, and there's again gray areas, and the the, the means justify or the end justifies the means. So it's uh he's a, he's a great character also. Yeah, with his, you can tell what the next book or a book down the line is going to be. Okay, I want you to go to instill this apple, the forbidden fruit, you know, from uh, the you know, the Norse god lands tree. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's going to come back and bite him later. So. Yeah, he's like always making, he's sort of like robbing Peter to pay Paul kind of stuff. He's always like, all right, I'm going to help you do this favor because right now I need to solve this problem for this other person I'm trying to help. And that favor later on is going to come back and bite him. And then he has to do another favor, you know, so it, it's really funny the, the situations he gets himself into. Yeah, if you pay attention, you can kind of pick up on what the next books are going to be about. So, But that doesn't, you can read it, you know, when you're done with the book, it doesn't like cliffhang at all. No, no. So so it, it is, you know, stuff's still kind of hanging there, but it, it's not like you can, you can be good finishing that book. Yeah, and so my number one, uh, like Tracy cho- uh, chose sacrilegiously, I might add, at number four, is my number one, Ready Player One. This book is all I, I seriously read this book once a year, like maybe sometimes twice a year. I, I get so sucked into the story, like Tracy was saying, Will Wheaton, just the way he reads it. Like, I haven't heard anything else he reads, but Will Wheaton must have just loved this book because he reads it almost as if like he wrote it himself. Like, he, he just does a great job with the just the, the voices, the way he reads it and enunciates things. And like, he just he just sucks you into the book. And like I said, it's just a really, really well written book. Like, I think this book was written five or six years ago this thing's ahead of its time because I, I tell you what what's in this book like maybe not exactly how it's been written out but that we will we will see this day sooner than later where the majority of things are like done online i mean there are already a lot of things are done online but 
virtually in these like virtual reality sort of places, whether you call it VR or uh, or OR for augmented reality, whatever it is, it, we're we're definitely around the corner of those days, and that's why I, I think the book is so interesting because it's like so telling of where we're kind of heading, and, and that's one of the main reasons why I, I get sucked into it because I'm just like, man, th- this is seriously going to be the future. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, good book. Uh, the whole virtual reality thing—that's a whole topic. You can say our kids better off with it. People, you know, yeah, some are yeah. like, "Well, uh, you know, I wouldn't have talked to this many people before, and I wouldn't have talked to like girls before until I was a lot older." You know, if it wasn't for virtual reality and online. But is that truly getting to know somebody? No. Yeah. No, you no, know, no. It, it, it's just it to me. It's not as enjoyable. Uh, I would much rather uh, go give Jonathan grief in person than over, <laughs> you know, than online. But that's that's just that's normal, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, totally. I mean, just think when you guys bother Jonathan. I mean, door to door geek, which you need to do now. You guys know how much more fun it is to bother him right in front of him at OLF than it is, exactly. uh, you know, instant messenger. So yeah, now my number one uh, was actually one of. Jonathan's number five. It's actually The Killing Floor by Lee Childs, the Jack Reacher series. Uh, These books, and to me, book number one is the best. Uh, Number two, I think it's number nine, ten, somewhere right there. But it it was the one, actually, the the first Jack Reacher movie came out. Uh, It was the one uh, with uh, the sniper. Oh, yeah, yeah. and And he was framed. Yeah, and the Russians. That was a really good book. Right. Yeah, that I, that's pretty dang close to be number one too. If you like that first movie, that book is so much better. It's it more twists, more turns, more depth, uh, like most books can. But it it's yeah, good series. We talked about it already. Uh, it, it's it really good. What I really wish a movie would do instead of like condensing it down to hour 45 minutes to keep everybody happy is take like the killing floor, make a movie of it, make it a three part movie, you know, whereas you don't have to release them like a year apart, like game of Thrones did. No, what you can do is release them like three weeks apart. Yeah, exactly. Um, You could feasibly have the number one movie for six weeks in a row doing that. Oh yeah, totally. And if you get, Good actors that aren't these really high, high, high tone, like where you're not paying them, you know, $20 million for each of the three, you know, that $60 million for that actor. Get some good actors that are, you know, one or two million an episode. You'll have a decent budget film, good acting. And I really think, you know, if it's done right, you could have the top movie slots for six weeks in a row, which would be unheard of for those three movies. And isn't Tom Cruise Jack Reacher? Yes, that's that, another that, thing. That that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, because part of the way Jack gets out of trouble, he's a big guy. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, like totally. six five, six six, strong, big, huge, and we all know Tom Cruise isn't. Yeah, he's not six five. He's now, five, he's probably five six. <laughs> now, yeah, that is one of the movies that wasn't. I wasn't offended. Okay, by the movie compared to the book. Most of movies, I'm just offended. You know, I'm like, oh, man, no. Yeah. That one, I wasn't offended. It was a good movie. I can watch that again. Uh, There's just some things like, well, I wish they would have had a different actor for this or that. But, yeah, but actually the second Jack Reacher uh, is coming out. And that one's going to be the one where 
some people are killing people that were underneath him. Do you remember that when he was in the military? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was that one of the shorts that came, the short uh, novels that came out. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. If I remember, it was. But you'll know what I'm talking about. People are that were you know underneath his command are starting to die and get killed. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, so that was another one. But that was my number one, uh, Killing Floor. But to me, uh, Killing Floor, I still think it was the first one. That was the one, uh, the counterfeit. If you yeah, don't remember, yeah, no, I mean, when when I remember reading that, you know, that first book, and it's like, you know, you can tell something weird's going on in the town, but then when you get to the end of it, you're like, whoa, like I didn't see that one coming, like it, it totally caught me off guard. I was like, man, and like to, at the end of the book, it just really ramps up, and the last, you know, ten, fifteen percent of the book, it's like it, craziness is going on. Yeah, then they're like, uh, somebody just showed up dead and or got killed, and they arrested him, and they're like, well, give us a reason why you. Wouldn't kill that guy. Well, he's my brother. You know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's just twists and turns all over. Like, like I said, the, the, for for real, that book that you know, for a series, like, other than you know, if you compare it to the the Dresden Files, where you know you read it and you're just like, you know, that was, that was a good book, but you really don't get a, a good. You get more of a, a more of a taste of Harry and, and his world with if you read a few more books with the with the Killing Floor, and you know exactly who Jack Reacher is in that first book. You you totally get his personality, know where he's coming from, and and you have a really strong understanding of Jack and kind of what to expect throughout the rest of the series. Yeah, this is one I hope Lee Childs, um, I hope he writes one every 12, 16 months until he dies so we can get up in the mid-high 20s of these books, you know? Yeah, I really, yeah. really do because I, I really enjoy him that much. Uh, if if I, I, I've only listened to about 12 of these, and there's like, what, 18, 19? Oh, there's 20 now. Okay, well, yes. The reason is I could just mow through them but I always keep it there, and, and, and you might know what I'm talking about. You get into a funk. You're listening to some stuff like, what do I want to listen to? I'm not in the mood for this. I'm not in the mood for that. You just kind of get in that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I can go to the next uh, Jack Reacher series and just be, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can jump right in. Now, the A American does that to me, too, his series. Oh, totally. Uh, that one, and what was the other one we reviewed? It, not Anger American. Uh, uh, it was Surviving. No, not Surviving Home. That was book number two. Um, the one that took place in Texas. Oh, um, ah, I know what you're talking about. Man, that's slipping my mind now. Um, Hold it, holding their own. <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, wait. Was it Holding Their Own? Yes. Yeah, right, that right, was the name right. of the first book. Yep, you're right, you're right. The Survivalist series, uh, yes. that one was. Yeah. But uh, it, it's that was that's another one I can listen to and just kind of get out of that little funk I have. So that's why I don't finish those. It gets me out of the funk. And then by the time I'm that, then I'm in the mood for almost anything. I'm out of that funk. So uh, that says something. So there's a few I have not listened to. I did listen to the one before the movie coming out, that Jack Reacher one coming up, because that was like mid-high teens, that book, if I remember, where they're killing people underneath him. Yeah, I believe you're right. Uh, so I went and did listen to that one. But most of his shorts don't interfere with the story, but most of his books really don't build on each other either. Um, you just find more in-depth about the character yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But, so you could kind of pick and choose here and there, and you'll be fine. So if you're going to go to that movie, go find that audiobook and uh the one of that one coming out so yeah so that's our list you actually got the top six really so that's 12 audiobooks and then i'm sure one of them on there most of you haven't to and if you got like 
you know, a full day without sleeping, go with the rise and fall of the Third Reich, you know, just there sit there and listen to it for 24 straight hours. So that's our list. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, again, if you need to contact us, just email me, Tracy at Podnance.com. And if you want to get hold of Jonathan, send it to me and I'll throw it over to him over there. And I appreciate everybody for listening and appreciate everybody taking time out of your busy schedule and your busy week to download this and listen to it. We really enjoy it. Uh, any last thing? Don't forget podnuts.com slash Amazon. Yep. Go there. And thanks again, everybody. Everybody have a good day. Good week. See ya.